السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته. How are you, Noor? <coughs> I don't think Idris is still here. I believe he had to leave. Yes. To pray his Jum'ah at home. Mashallah. Are you going for Jum'ah now too? G. Okay, a few people that you pray with? G. Let's go ahead. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa nasalli ala rasulihi al Today we recited two very beautiful surahs that, um, in my opinion, that three surahs that come together that create the best sequence at a personal level. It's not a fact or a, or a, a code of a mufassir, but at a personal level, it's surah Bani Israel, then comes surah Al-Kahf, and then comes surah Maryam. And you have an addition of surah Taha. And the other three that I truly enjoy is Surah Rahman with Surah Waqi'ah and Surah Hadid. So both of these are great combinations of surahs which um, are very uh, poetic and uh, since they're Makki surahs, they're Makki surahs so they have their own form or their own style of speech. Nonetheless, we obviously cannot speak about all three of the surahs and yesterday I spoke about Surah Bani Israel and I also touched base on Surah Al-Kahf. Um, there are lectures online about Surah Al-Kahf. Uh, we have one in our Niftah channel as well. You can check that out. I shared the link yesterday. And inshallah, we can share it again. Uh, Surah Maryam discusses uh, the journey and the, the dua of Zakaria alayhi salam, Maryam alayhi salam, Ibrahim alayhi salam, and what their journey was like. And each of their journeys had um, their own challenges. The journey of Zakaria alayhi salam was that his challenge was he didn't have a, he wanted a child for 89 years and he was not given a child. Finally, he made dua, idna rabbahu nida When he made that dua and he stayed consistent in making that dua, he didn't stop. He didn't stop making the dua. One of the, one of um, the key essential ingredients of making dua is you don't stop. You continue making it until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses us with that, with that dua that we're making. And he was giving Yahya alayhi salam. The, the challenge of Maryam alayhi salam was she had, she was given birth, she gave birth to a child that obviously she had no relationship with the man. So she had fear and she had to go back to her people and present this child to them without being able to speak. Well, Allah says that tell them that you can't, get, make sure you, when you go back to your people, you don't talk, you're not allowed to speak, right? Uh, and when you get there, just the child will take care of everything. So she goes back to her people, and when she comes back to her people, the people are actually very, uh, they're, 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 they're perplexed. You've, you've done something very strange. That your father wasn't a bad person, now there was your mother a, 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 a filthy individual. So how did this happen? And she pointed at Isa and obviously the child spoke. Isa salam spoke and he said that I am the son, I am the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's made me a prophet and he's given me this book. This is her challenge. And then we move on to the next story in the story of Ibrahim salam. His challenge is different. Everyone's pathway to Allah is, has different challenges. Where his challenge is that his father, which he dearly loves, whom he dearly loves, does not accept his religion. And he continuously tries to give him da'wah and encourage him and 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 motivate him to accept Islam. And at every at every um, sentence or at every uh, approach that he takes, the father has a response for it. So he says, Oh father, 
What's, you know, why don't you worship Allah? Why do you worship these things that cannot listen, cannot hear, cannot benefit you? Oh my father, I have been given knowledge from the unseen, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't worship shaitan. Oh father, I fear for you that adab will touch you. This is a son that's worried about his father. He loved his father. He had such an attachment with his father. In all three of these stories, the one synonymous thing that we can take from it is that each of these people were extremely respectful and loving to their parents. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains one of the qualities of Yahya alayhi salam, he says that this child was a person He was an individual who was extremely kind and righteous to his parents. He was respectful to his parents. And when Allah speaks about Isa alayhi salam, Allah says that when he was speaking, he said this. He said that I've been made a prophet. And he also said this. The only prophet that was made a prophet before the age of 40 was Isa alayhi salam and Yahya alayhi salam. Isa alayhi salam from birth. Right? He says, That I've been told to be righteous towards my mother. Because right? of course he didn't have a father. And then we jump into the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam and we see the compassion this man had for his father despite the fact that his father disliked what he was saying. He still loved him. And when he finally was kicked out of his house, he was kicked out of his house where he told, the father said, Oh Ibrahim, if you don't stop giving me this advice, I'm going to hit you, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to punish you or leave me. And Ibrahim leaves and he says, Oh father, peace be to you. Peace be to you. I will ask Allah to forgive you. And he continued to ask Allah to forgive his father until Allah sent down wahi. Where he said that, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent to him that, no, you cannot make istighfar for your father anymore. He's passed away as a mushrik. Then he stopped. But that there was a love and respect that he had in his heart for his father. And the second synonymous thing that we can find from these three stories is the fact that all of them were people that found isolation to be a benefit to them and not a... a, a, a a tool against him. Where Zakariya alayhi salam, he made dua in the mihrab. As soon as he saw Maryam alayhi salam with the foods from opposite seasons, he made dua instantly. Isolation gave him that feeling. When he was alone, when he was hiding, he made dua to Allah. Similarly with Maryam alayhi salam, her miracle took place because she would go out to the east of Baytul Maqdis where she would be alone, she would want her alone time. And in that, during that time, Jibreel came to her and he blew inside of her, her, her uh, sleeve and she was impregnated with Isa salam. And the majority of the Mufassirun say it was not a nine-month pregnancy, but rather instantly she gave birth to Isa salam. Some do say that it was in a lengthy pregnancy. It was when she was alone. Similarly, Ibrahim salam was given the power of standing up for Tawheed and standing up against Namrud. When he left and he found some isolation. And when he found that, then Allah gave him the blessing of Ishaq and he gave him the blessing of Yaqub and he gave him the blessing of Ismail. And these are the stories, the three stories that come back to back to back in Surah Maryam. And then after that, Allah says about the story of Musa. Musa. 
Uh, how about Musa alayhi salam? And Allah doesn't speak about the story in detail in Surah Maryam, but rather Allah discusses the story in detail in Surah Taha. And I'm not going to speak too much about it. And inshallah, Shaykh Mukti Rahman, Shaykh Abdullah will speak about it tonight. Where in Surah Taha as well, Allah goes into the details of Musa alayhi salam becoming a prophet. When he saw this fire and he said to his family, when he was leaving Madian from Shu'ayb alayhi salam, he said, I sense a fire and we need it. Let me go there and see if there's something there that can help us. And I'll come back. And when he went there, a caller called out. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inni ana rabbuka alayk, That I am your Lord. Take off your shoes. This is interesting. Why take off your shoes? When you enter a place of worship, when you enter a place of, of, of uh, ibadah, a place that connects us to Allah, taking off our shoes is the sunnah of it. When we pray, taking off our shoes. We're not going into the fiqhi discussion of whether or not salat is permissible with shoes on or not. We're talking about the adab that even Musa salam was told when he entered his munajat, his conversation with Allah. Allah told him, take off your shoes and then speak to me. And Allah told him, Allah, la ilaha ilaha fa'budni, that I am Allah and worship me. And this made Musa a prophet salam. And this same, these same verses is very interesting. It's not, it's not a coincidence that when Umar anhu heard these same verses from his sister and Sa'id ibn Zayd, when he heard these same verses from these people, he also became Muslim because they were very similar in nature and they were very similar in build. So that, that which made Musa a prophet also made Umar anhu one of the greatest companions. And in this story, Allah speaks about how Allah blessed him with wahi and he told him to go to, uh, to, to Fir'aun and give him da'wah and haman and so on and so forth. And فَقُولَ لَهُ قَوْلًا لَيْنَا Speak to them in a nice tone. And at the end of this discussion, Allah at the end of this surah of Surah Taha speaks about people that they hear all of these stories. They hear them, but they don't take heed from them. And on the day of judgment, they will be raised blind. And they will say, These are reminders that came to you, but you ignored them. And if a person ignores these reminders, That they will have a very difficult and, 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 and hard life, a strenuous life. And then at the end of the day, when the day of judgment comes, they'll be raised blind. And they will ask, oh Allah, why am I raised blind for? Allah will say that my signs came to you and you ignore them. And today we have forgotten you as well. May Allah protect us from being amongst those people. But rather make us amongst those that take these stories and are able to benefit. So the one lesson that we take from the stories of, of, of the Surah Maryam is the lesson of taking care of our parents and respecting them. And secondly, finding benefit in being alone because we're, not, we're never alone. Allah is always with us. This is what Musa told his people, that Allah is with me. This is what Ibrahim told the angels when the angels came down to him, that Allah is with me. This is what Jibreel told Yusuf when he was thrown inside of the well, when he was seeking help from his brothers. Don't worry, Allah is with you. This is what the Prophet told Abu Bakr when they were in the cave of, of Thawr, that don't worry. In Allah ma'ana, Allah is with us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst those that can benefit in these moments and can continue to find benefit at times of isolation because we can connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah bihamdik. Jazakallah khair. May Allah accept from all of us for coming on a daily basis to listen to the Quran and these short reminders. And I hope that you benefit. And inshallah you join again at 9.30 and at 6 p.m. for Ramadan immersion class. May Allah bless the Hufad and the Quran that read. And inshallah we see you soon tomorrow. And I mean... We're, we're at halftime, we're halfway through. And may Allah give us the ability to do better in the second half in comparison to that which we did in the first half because we know we could have done better. 
uh, and feel appreciative towards what we did. We should feel good about what we did, but hopefully try to get better. Uh, lastly, we have a webinar on Sunday with Imam Khalid Latif, Abdullah Evans, Sheikh myself, at 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. It's only two hours. It's going to be uh, uh, on Zoom, and it's 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 a free webinar. It's uh, information is on our website. Please try to join that as well. Inshallah, you'll benefit. Zakla khair. May Allah bless you all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.